recording? Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. Oh, my gosh. This is very exciting. Uh, I haven't had, let me think. I haven't had a female comedian on in so long. And you, I got to tell you, it's very rare for me to, I'm trying to adjust the mic for people at home. There we go. It's so rare for me to meet a girl who I just vibe with like instantly. Hell yeah. And you and I did a show together in Vegas at, what's the name? Backstage Billiards. Yep. Or Backstage Bar and Billiards. Billiards yep. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Who, um, or which is owned by uh, my friends Ava and Big Daddy Carlos. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Dude, this couple in Vegas, I'm giving them a shout out because their place, it's called Backstage Billiards and it's a music venue. It's in, uh, it's on Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas. This couple is the dopest married couple I've ever met. They're so, and what's so crazy is they're so opposite. Like Ava like doesn't drink or do drugs and Carlos is like, fucking oh, yeah. yeah. Carlos was the, um in like the... What do, you, what do you call it? He was in the residency band at the Viper Room yeah. back in the day. He was like the lead singer of a band. This couple, they look like, she looks like. They're like, El, she's like Elvira. She's like sexy Elvira. She's like Ed Hardy Elvira. I was going to say that like Dita Von Teese mixed yeah. with Elvira. Ed Hardy. That's great. Yeah, mixed yeah, yeah. with Ed Hardy. For yeah. real. And Big Daddy's like Narcos meets Rock and roll meets WWE. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he would be the best wrestler in WWE. This guy's like this huge, massive, tattooed party guy with a cowboy like hat. A piercing through his nose. Do you ever see All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah. You know that crocodile yeah. that, like, comes and, like, saves the dog when he, like, goes through the water part? Oh, And he yeah. has, like, that that bone through his, like, yes. nose. I was like, that's Big Daddy Carlos. I can't believe you just referenced all dogs go to heaven. I just downloaded that the other day. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. People, so good. see, I don't know how old my listeners are, but I think my main demographic is 24. Four to 32 or something like that. So you won't know what that is. You should know what that is. You got to get, dude. Wait, I don't know how old you are. You're I'm 34. Just, oh, okay. So you're a little bit younger than me. A few years. Um, do you know Flight of the Navigator? No. Tell me more. Okay. You got to watch this movie. Okay. It's so awesome. Is it a cartoon or like? No, it's not a cartoon. It's a, a movie with real people in it. Mm. What do you call that? Yeah, it's a, like a real life movie. It's a I don't real know movie. It's yeah. It's a fictional. The humans. Movie. You know? yeah. yeah. With human actors. And uh, no, it's about this kid that gets abducted by an alien mm. when he's very young. And then he basically gets dropped back off on Earth and like he feels like he's been gone for a day, but his whole family aged like ten years. Wow. Yeah, and so they want to do all these experiments on him. Okay. And he's like, I don't want to be here. I feel weird. So he wants to go back to the aliens, mm, and he becomes, those are his people now. Yeah, and he became friends with the the alien and the UFO. Wow. And let me guess, there's a girl that he met on Earth, and she changed her mind. He changed. <laughs> He's like, no. oh, now I like her, and now I want to be a human again. No, love but is we real. could we could write that. Yeah, okay. love is yeah, love is very real. It's so guys. real. Love is the realest power. I actually do think love is, is. real. I'm it's just, just not, real hard to find. It's yeah, it's real hard to keep going. Yeah, because you have to. I think people think that it's like love isn't just. 
the other person that you have, it's like you constantly have to keep it up with yourself. Like you have to love yourself. You have to like love what's going on in your own life. You have to like love what you're doing and also love the other person. So it's like, it's just constant work. You have to really think you're the shit. Yeah. To have someone else think you're the shit. Absolutely. Because when you start to doubt yourself, then suddenly you're like, I need someone else to validate me. Mm -hmm. And that's why we do comedy. Yes, because we're like, well, I'll just get it from laughter. You know, it's that'll real, be something. Though. Yeah. Okay, so I should introduce you. Yes. Um, this is so unprofessional. We've no. been on, I don't know, five minutes. Uh, okay, I met this girl in Las Vegas doing a show. Um, Steve Byrne put the show together. I think Ahmed Ahmed was on it. Yeah, Gary Cannon. Gary Cannon, who's hilarious. Yes. And Gary Cannon is like this short kind of nerdy married guy with glasses who you would look at him and think he's like a chess geek. Yeah, you're like, he's chubby. He's going to be chill. But you're like, Gary's a savage. He is so fucking funny and amazing at roasting. Oh, my God. It's so good. I went out with him and Steve Byrne in Vegas one night and... I swear to God, I've never laughed yeah. harder in my life. Because they just go at each other. They're so mean to each yeah. other. Yeah, and they both look like dorks because, like, Steve is, like, Asian in a suit and Gary's, like, chubby with glasses. And you're like, you guys. And they just roast each other. And you're like, oh, shit, should I be in the room right now? Yeah, but Steve looks like he might have money and he's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. cute. And like, we went to a strip club one time. Oh, hell yeah. It was me, Steve Byrne, Gary Cannon, and uh, I think Adam Ray. Okay. We all went to a strip club. I was like the superhero this night because we were out in Vegas and I was like, yo, I got a hookup at this strip club. I can get us like table service probably for free. And they were like, no way. And I got us a limo well, like a party bus there and shit. It was so funny because strippers target the nerd. Yeah. They're like, he works in Simi Valley or what is it? Not Simi Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Simi Valley. Same thing. Simi Valley is like all drugs and races, but whatever. Same difference. Whatever. (laughs) I mean, so is Silicon Valley if we're honest. Right. But, uh, the strippers are like, that guy looks like he probably isn't getting laid easily. So he'll pay the most. Mm -hmm. So the whole night, like Steve was like low key paying strippers to go up to Gary and everyone was talking shit to him. Like, bro, all the strippers think you can't get it. He had no idea. It was amazing. So perfect. But anyway, uh, we did a show in Vegas together and it was cool because you meet a lot of girls in comedy who, you know, I mean, there's not too many women in comedy in the first place, but a lot of times when you meet them, I don't know, they can be like competitive right away or have like kind of a jealous vibe or it's just weird. Standoffish. Yeah, or maybe they heard shit about you like Kate Quigley's a whore or whatever. And they're like, sorry, I have big tits. What do you want me to do? What am I going to fucking waste them and not show them? Come on. Well, I'm not showing them today, but yeah. (laughs) I've been looking. Yeah, thank you. I know. She told me before the podcast. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I thank you. I'm so grateful right now. I'm at the age where if anyone compliments my body at this point, I'm like, do you want to see more? You're like, I could do anything you want. Cartwheels. Yeah, literally. Um, But anyway. You were a girl that you can just tell when you meet a chick who's like supports other women. It's really funny. You were so funny. Your set was hilarious and you're hot. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. And so when I met you, um, I really liked you. And then my friend Ava, who owned the venue, Ava and Big Daddy, um, she pulled me aside and was like, you should really make friends with Mona Ray because I think you guys would get along. 
And that vouch meant so much to me. That's like the godfather, like anointing someone. Like I was like, oh my God, this girl's the shit. So I've been wanting to do this for a while. Hell yeah. And then I saw you have a podcast. Yep. What's yours? Uh, The Shamic Podcast. What is the Shamic Podcast? So it's basically uh, a combination of shaman and comic. And it's basically where I like spiritual shit. but I'm Yeah. But as a comic, I feel like people are like, "Mm, you can't combine the two worlds. So it's basically me combining the two worlds, translating spiritual shit, but as a comic. I love that. Yeah. I go to a shaman. You do? Yeah, I swear to God. Hell yeah. In Palm Springs the guy's amazing supposedly he's gotten like all these rock stars sober hell yeah obviously not me (laughs) he needs to work harder yeah yeah but um that's so cool i'm so into that yeah so anyway everyone uh motoray martinez hello yes thank you for having me i'm so happy that you came so all right let's just get into it um first of all where are you from i'm from buffalo new york Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm oh, from a cold. real. I'm I'm from like the trash part too. Like what? I'm not from the suburbs. I'm from the part where like it's sketch down here. Really? Yeah. I'm I from- haven't actually been to Buffalo. Really? Isn't that crazy? Wait, you never performed at the Helium in Buffalo? No, I didn't even know there was one. Yeah. Oh, I think is it Funny Bone or Helium? I Whatever. think it's a Helium. Doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I haven't performed there yet either. Um, but uh, it's a they'll love you there. Like it's a really fun city. It's just like one of I'm those sure. places where it's like. People, it's cold there all year. The bills constantly lose. Really? I mean, even in the summer, it's cloudy. It's just like interesting. It's just one of those places. Depressing place. But people are like, we're not going to make it depressing. We got chicken wings. We got beer. The bills keep losing, and we're going to just make (laughs) things happen. They did very great. Weren't the bills good this year? They were. That's what I thought. Yeah, Josh Allen. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. That's Do a quarterback. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm such an idiot. And I like football. I don't know football. I just know Bills. That's I know it. Rams and Browns mm-hmm. a little bit and a little Dolphins just because I have, you know, I dated a guy who loves the Dolphins. <laughs> I, so like, I, I had to talk shit. I dated Dan Marino. No big deal. I dated deal. Dan Marino. Yeah. No biggie. No biggie. Yeah. It was yeah. a thing. Whatever. And also that new guy, Tua, Hua, whatever. Yeah. Tua. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dating him. You got to so. do what you got to do, you know? Yeah. I'm dating the whole NFL. Actually, so let's it's see who hard. proposes first. Wouldn't that be a great TV show? The Bachelorette <gasps> of single NFL players. Yes. And then like they have to like, like their stand, like they get dates, like as their stats get better. You're like, oh, like you dropped a pass. Sorry, this week you don't get to talk to Kate. Yeah, right. Like as if I would be that Bachelorette. They'd pick like Zendaya or Zendaya or whatever that no, chick's you, name is. You, but she doesn't like sports. You like sports. I mean, how do you know and she Playboy. doesn't? like sports i don't i i don't know that but i'm like i don't know that but she's got so much shit going on don't make she can't be gorgeous and a model and she cool can. and like sports I'm she like, probably does she probably does you know yeah she probably does and she's gonna marry tom brady when he leaves giselle yep she's just right next in line just that's horrible that i said that <laughs> no. i hope he doesn't leave giselle i'll feel awful no they're they're t- they're like they're what do you think forever. of tom brady i i'm one of those people where i'm like if you if he shows the numbers, then you get my respect. He's been to the Super Bowl eight or nine times and won six of them. So it's like you can't deny that. I think he's ten great. times. I think Wait, I what? think ten. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think he's been there ten times. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you can't deny that. So if anybody's like he sucks, it's like what do you mean? As you put another piece of pizza in your fucking mouth, what do you mean he sucks? I love that you said that because I get so pissed when yeah. guys talk shit about 
anyone in the NFL. Like if you're sitting at home and you're like, man, they got to get rid of so-and-so. He's fucking trash. I'm like, really? He's in the NFL. NFL. Do you know how hard it is to get there once? Right. You're like, that's like getting into, I don't, I don't know. Show some, business. Yeah, exactly. But at least in show business, you could just be like, and like, you know what I mean? And kind of just <laughs> go through, but it's like, you actually have to catch the ball. You know what I mean? Or throw the ball or tackle. Well, yeah. Or be fast. Right. I'm with you. You have to do something. So it's like, if he keeps getting there with the best of the best of them, it's like, he's great. You might not like him or you might be like, eh, it's just fun to hate him because it's like, he plays against my teams and they keep losing. Just be, just be that guy. It's like, yeah, I hate him. Cause fucking I can't beat him, but don't say that he's not great. Yeah. I'm with that. The same with show business. Actually. You right. know what? I used to be someone who would talk shit about, like, I remember when, before I got into show business, when I was like in high school or something, I would talk shit about Keanu Reeves. I thought he was the That's worst so actor Keanu ever. Reeves. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, he just bothered me. Like, every time I'd yeah. watch him act, I'd be like, he's so bad. What was the movie that did it for you? Was it Speed? Like, what movie I was it? I loved him in Speed, actually. Yeah. Cassandra Bullock, you're like, whoever's with her, you're like, he you can't so lose. He was so hot in Speed, too. But they he looked was, like brother and sister, though. Do you think? Yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I was like, no, you got, come on. But I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess. He was so hot in that yeah. movie. Though. God, that mm -hmm. was a good movie, Speed. Yeah. They're too young. The, my main demographic's probably too Guys, young. Speed? You gotta watch Speed. And All Sandra Bullock headed? is like, you know, I dated a comic who said to me once, he's like, you're hot, but you're not like 10 hot. You're like Sandra Bullock hot. Like you're quirky, like you're pretty, but you're approachable. Like, no, but I like that. <laughs> and it's true. Like, it's true though. Yeah. It's like, you're not Pam Anderson, but you're like the girl that's pretty if she tries, but yeah. like tomboyish. I love Sandra Bullock. So I love much. Sandra Bullock. And I think both of you are gorgeous. So I'm like, I understand what people mean. Like you're like, hey, you're approachable, but you're approachable because of your personality. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. like I'm trying to be less approachable. Yeah. You're like, I'm trying to just do this and I'm hope that people just understand what that means. I mean, it's just, I'm so friendly. You are. Yeah. That I mean, really it's, it's almost like every I don't know how to be mean. I don't know how to leave a conversation. Or like set boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Like if a homeless guy gives me a really nice compliment, I'll keep talking to him. <laughs> like for a long time. Yeah. Today, a homeless like guy that. told me he'd rub my feet every night. Aww. And honestly, I almost gave him my number. But then right. I was like, how's he going to call? How is, it, how is he going to call? Yeah. I thought about him. But, um, but that's sweet of you. I think that's, I think that's nice. Is it? Yeah. Or is it sad? <laughs> It's a like, little honestly, bit of both, but yeah, things can be both. I've given my number to homeless men. Yeah. I, I mean, in LA, you never know. Tomorrow they could be fucking Keanu Reeves. Right. You don't know. You don't. But I think it was maybe, um, I don't know if it was Bill and Ted or what movie it was that he was so bad in that it bothered me. But then, then I got into show business mm. and it changed everything for me. Yeah. Like no matter how bad you think someone is or who their parents are, how much money they have. It doesn't matter. You have to have some level of some kind of like charm or talent or something. Right. That people think that they can put money behind you and people will support it. Yeah. And, and when they fuck up, it's like, then you don't see that person anymore. You know what I mean? But if people keep staying around, it's like, you obviously are making somebody money. They got something. Yeah. Right. And also this business is mentally fucking brutal. Right. I mean, like if you're in it, you know, yeah, you could have a thousand Instagram followers and a hundred of them will be fucking leaving the meanest shit you've yeah. ever read. And you're like, why do you follow me then? It, oh, 
I hate it. But at the same time, it's like, that's what I'm saying. If you last in this business and don't go insane. Right. I just think you deserve to be here no matter how untalented I think you are. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, I was like, ooh, who is that specifically about? <laughs> I mean, there's lots of people, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah. Anyway, all right. The show's supposed to be about dating. So um, let's just start with this. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you lose your virginity? Well, technically, I was like, I was raped. Technically? So, yeah. Wait. Well, when I was really young. I mean, obviously. Did you say I was raped? Yeah. So that's like how I technically lost my virginity. I remember that now. You do jokes about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I liked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, whatever. You have to. Yeah. That's how you process your trauma. Totally. I do and, too. And it's just like, because there's other people who've been through it. So it's like, sometimes people will be like, you can't talk about that. But I'm like, well, the joke's not for you then. It's for other girls who don't the fuck I'm talking why about. Why can't you talk about it? Yeah. Nothing's off limits to me yeah. if you're not being mean. Right. There's right. nothing wrong with making you've been there. It's yeah. like that's like being a black guy. You can say the N-word. If you've right. been raped, you get to make rape jokes. Period. Right. And especially if they're fun. Like if I'm just up there like <laughs> Especially if they're funny. Yeah. But if I'm just like, I was raped and it's your fault, you'd be like, dude, get her to go home, you know? Yeah. But it's like if you're like, dude, you're making light of it. And I usually make molestation jokes just because it's easier to say than rape. I say assault. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I say assault. It's like we all say a word where it's like, but I do make rape jokes too. And like sometimes it's like people like give me pullback and sometimes I fuck with the crowd. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, but it just depends on, I'm like, if I could take a rape, you could take a joke. Shut up. That's hilarious. Yeah. And real also. Right. Okay, so then. But when I really, you're like, so besides for that traumatic thing. I mean, I count that not, but. Yeah. I lost, uh, not till I was, uh, I was 18 going on 19 and he's a drug addict who was found in a tree one time in the local news, you know, making good decisions. Um, what do you mean found in a tree? He was like in a, some, he, somebody what called. What kind of tree? Like a tree fort. Like a weeping willow or like an oak? <laughs> a tree fort? A tree fort. Like a tree house. Yeah. Well, yeah, a tree house, but it was somebody's rant. So a random tree fort that was not his. Somebody called the cops because they're like, there's some dude like passed out like in our tree, like our kids like tree house. And it was my the dude I lost my virginity to. And I'm like, hey, but like he lived in a suburb and I was like, that doesn't nice. really bother me, to be honest, because I like to camp. <laughs> so you know? you're like, or I could deal. see myself like being a little drunk and I don't want to drive because I don't want to be irresponsible. I'm like, I could sleep up there tonight and leave before anyone notices. You yeah. Know? So maybe, you know, he took me to Red Lobster. Why did I think something like that would happen? I'm Wait. like. That was fancy to me. So I was like, this guy's got it going on. I don't want to make you explore your trauma and you can <laughs> no, totally, totally not talk about this. But like, can I ask yeah, you ask about anything. the rape? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've never had someone on my podcast say they were raped. Yeah. And there's lots of people that have been raped. For sure. Who yeah. are probably listening to this, men and women. And I'm curious, how old were you? Six. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Everything's fine, guys. Everything's fine. That's not fine. even, that's like... Because I, I know a lot of people like they're like drunk in like college or whatever. But I was like, I was sober, owie. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. was it a family member? No, it was my it was my grandma's friend that they went to bingo with. Grandson or not grandson? Like uh, yeah, grandson. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. old was he? He was like sixteen, seventeen. 
Wow. Andy had a mullet, which I'm like, dude, so help me out. So when you see guys with mullets, mullets now, you're I'm like, like I'll kill no! you. I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theo Bond, stay away. <laughs> you guys are trash. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. It's totally fine. I mean, yeah. I know you were six and you're now processed it, right. but did you repress that for any amount of time? Oh, for sure. I mean, the, the first like three years I was like, uh, well, what the fuck was that? But as a kid, you don't know. I was just like, I guess like people do that to kids or sure. whatever. And then I learned like, no, that was bad. But then after that, I, I always make a joke where I'm like, I'm kind of, it sounds fucked up and I, whatever, but it's I'm fine. like, you're fine. I'm always like, I'm, I'm not mad that it happened because it made me like funny. <laughs> yeah. It made me funny. <laughs> and also I'm like, it made me like learn. That I was like, men, I'm like, you know, the, getting the attention from men like I never wanted it so I was like I already had it like it's not that cool the whole sex thing not that great so right. it just made me study in school I was like I don't need to focus on boys I was getting straight A's wow that's that's well that's nice yeah Did so you get a scholarship or anything like no that? I dropped out of college okay <laughs> so. you know just making good decisions but I get what you mean in a way I mean like it's funny because, well, it's not funny. Nothing about it's funny, but we're comics. But it is so funny. it's all funny yeah. to us. Like, Donnell Rawlings gave me a belt. Um, he sells belts. <laughs> yeah, and he gave good. me, like, one of his merch belts. Yeah. And I sent him a text, and I was like, you know how dark comics are? When you gave me the belt, I was like, I'd never give a comedian a belt because what if that's the one they use to hang themselves? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't want to be responsible. <laughs> but, like, comics, I feel like our brains just... Where we filter life differently. Like, yeah. there was a comic one time we were both at the improv, and uh, his dad just died. And, like, he was, like, it was, like, two days later... And he was like, hey, like, what am I going up? And I was like, don't think just because your dad died, I'm putting you up any earlier. And he looked at me and he went, thank you. He's like, thanks for being a comic. Because it's like, yeah. everybody's like, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And you're like, dude, if you're a comic, you just want to laugh. And you yep. don't want people to treat you different. And you don't want to be pitied. You're like, dude, it's okay. Like, bad things happen to everybody. Yeah, and I think it's also part of, I, I know for me, like, um, that was part of why the pandemic was so traumatic. Because my life has been processing pain through jokes right and not like i hate when comics say stage time is therapy because it's not as a comic you shouldn't go on stage and do therapy you're supposed to be funny right but for me turning the pain into jokes helps me deal with it for in sure a way yeah and process it and it helps other people too because there's so many other people who go through the same thing and when you guys both are laughing at it together and it's like because what's the what say you have someone who's has cancer and you're like oh this person has cancer what are you guys just gonna be like he has cancer and we're just both sad and when or if you start making jokes you're all laughing about it you feel better about it it doesn't feel as scary to talk about it you guys can have a real moment of being like okay like how are we going to handle this? How are we going to move on from this? It's like there's realness. Once I always say comedy is like having hospitality in a conversation. Just 100%. if you give it to people, if you have, if you're hospitable or you have comedy, it's like, it just makes everything smoother. Well, and also it's like, I've, I mean, it's so stupid. Cause like doctors save lives and whatever, but I really do feel like, um, I've done a lot of shows at the end of the show someone will come up to me and say my mom died of cancer mm. and i haven't laughed mm. in four months and i laughed so hard Aww. tonight and you know or i've also had i love that i remember when i started comedy 
I did a set one time. I mean, not first started because you have to be decent to be here, but right. I did a set at the Long Beach Laugh Factory, Hell yeah. which is so hard. Right. That club is like, it seats like 700 people. And when it's not full, it feels like you're performing Torture. to no one. Yeah. yeah. And I remember feeling like I always bombed there. Mm-hmm. And then like a year or two later, I was at the Hollywood Laugh Factory. A lady came up to me on the street and she said, I saw you a couple years ago in Long Beach. And I remember thinking, oh shit, she's gonna be like, you're so much funnier now. Because yeah. I sucked back then. <laughs> and she goes, you talked about um, how you were married too young and you had to start over in your 30s. Mm. And I'll never forget it because you made me feel so much better. Because I felt so, like that's what I feel like Hell comedy yeah. is for. So Absolutely. When, when people are offended and shit by jokes, offended, like, yeah, we're going to fuck up and say a joke that offends some people. Right. But at the end of the day, we're doing that to try to figure out what to say. Right. But it's like, this is our job. I'm like, okay, so when you work as an insurance agent, I'm like, you don't ever get to staple the fucking thing to the thing and before you hand it in or you don't fuck up the printer and now people don't have their shit on time for the meeting. I'm like, you fuck up. So your fuck up is different. Like, I was like, I've called the bank and gotten the runaround. I was like, somebody's fucking up over there. (laughs) So we just fuck up and it's in front of a bunch of people. So I'm like, there's not one person who's perfectly good at their job hour to hour. Same thing with us. So it's like, if I do a joke that you don't like, it's not for you. Yeah. And also not to go on a tangent about this, we're going to move back to dating, but like, or whatever, but like also... Social media has changed everything. Yeah. Like the other night I did a show. This is incredible. American Comedy Company in San Diego. They're doing um, shows on the sidewalk in downtown San Diego. Wow. So you're literally on a downtown urban inner city. I mean, it's San Diego, but it's, it's urban as shit. Right. Sidewalk performing. There's homeless guys going by. There's cops. There's sirens. There's everything. And uh, I'm doing stand up there. And somebody recorded my set and put it online. So it's like when you're doing stand-up in that kind of environment, you're trying anything to get through it. Yeah, I might say something off the top of my head that maybe offends someone. It's not like a planned out. Right. You're like, where you're like, comedy is riffing. It's crowd work. It's whatever jokes. It's like, yeah. And when it's like, you have a toolbox and when you're going through the toolbox, you're like, all right, I can't get it out with the hammer. Okay. The, I don't know enough tools to keep going with this (laughs) metaphor, but I was like, uh, all she knows is hammer. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, uh, Alan wrench. Yeah. Screwdriver. Driver. What else oh, is there? Drill. The measure tape or tape. That's all I know. Yeah, that's Wrench drill. That's literally the only tools I know. We're but like, yeah, yeah, it's true. So anyway, the point is we're just trying our fucking best. So leave people yeah. the fuck alone. I get so mad when people get like. Seriously. I get in arguments with people. People, for the most part, people are like support. Because I do have like darker jokes. But I'm like, because they're my experiences. Like I had a friend who committed suicide. And people are like, you shouldn't make suicide jokes. I'm like, yeah. I should. You're like, I'm probably going to do it one day. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, that's for me. Sorry. Me and my friend made a pact yeah. that if one of us wants to kill ourselves, we have to do it together. So we got to mm. both be that low at the right. same time. But then we did plan out how to do it so it wouldn't hurt any of our friends or family. <laughs> like it would seem like we just 
disappeared. It's just like pressure because it's like being comics. You're like, dude, I have to have a really great suicide note. It has to be funny and good. And I'm, I'm not leaving a note. You're leaving a note. Yes. No, did you write it yet? Well, I just I have to. I'm like I have Let's to write showcase. It now. Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. what are we gonna write? <laughs> what is your suicide note gonna say? <laughs> It's going to have a bunch of vocabulary that I've never used in my real life, but I want to try to prove that I'm smart. There's got to be jokes in it. Yeah, it has to be jokes. Like at least five jokes per minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck around about it. Yeah. That's so funny. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, don't do it. Don't kill yourselves. And if you're going to do it in a way so no one ever realizes. Be like, cute about it, you know? <laughs> be cute. Who is it that has the joke? I think it's Joey Diaz has a joke about it. If you're going to kill yourself, don't do it at someone's house because they got to clean up. Yeah. He has a whole bit about it's it. It's rude. So. Anyway, you're hilarious. Oh, All right. You. Well, so I'm glad that we talked about your rape. <laughs> what are, this is the word. <laughs> Yeah. Last week we talked about Aiden having HIV. Oh, oh, he no. has AIDS. Well, no, it's a, he has HIV. Oh, okay. I love Aiden. He's fine. Though. I did his show a long time. I don't know if he remembers me, but I did his show. He used to do a show in uh, Koreatown, and it was at um, it was at like some ice cream parlor in Koreatown on Western. And uh, I did his show, but he was he uh, probably wasn't, this is like when I was like a year into stand up. But he was like very nice, and he's like, "I like you, you're funny." And I saw that he featured Aww. for you, and I was like, again, I was like, that's why we're gonna sync up. I was like, so we got a lot of. He's my twin flame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, for you real. Know about twin flames? Hell yeah. He is my twin okay. flame for sure. We are always going through the exact same thing oh, at really? the same time. It's crazy wow but yeah so he's hiv positive which wow. i've known forever but he just kind of finally like came, came out, out about that not the gay thing <laughs> yeah he's been he's about that. super gay yeah. yeah but uh anyway so it was cool talking about that and now we got to i think that's so cool so did you ever like i'm sorry to keep going on no, it, but fine. for the people that have experienced this did yeah. you ever like pro how did you process that I process it by bullying a lot of other kids when I was younger. Um, so you had a lot of anger? Yeah, I had a lot yeah. of anger. But it was like, I was a cool bully. I was like making girls like do, uh, I'd make girls dance and like. Dance? Yeah, like I was obsessed with dance growing up. So I was like, I would make up dance routines and like everybody had to like be on their cue. And like, that was like my thing. I would just yell at girls and it just made me feel better. You're making me think I was raped. <laughs> I'm did so you do the serious. same thing well i didn't make people do dance but i used to like my mom ran a daycare oh, god i'm probably gonna get my mom sued but like <laughs> i used to make kids do like acting scenes like Me i would too. direct them and i'd make them make out but they were way yeah. too young to be sexual and i don't even know how i knew i was like eight yeah I'll bet I was totally molested. It would make sense. Or, yeah, or it's like, I mean, we I used to watch like Skinamax shit all the time when I was young. I was like, really? I didn't know it wasn't real porn until I was like 18. It's not? It's it's not. Kind of. No. Softcore. They don't, there's no insertion. I right. didn't, am I just teaching you this too? Mm -mm. Okay. You're right. Now that I think about I it. I didn't know that though. Because I remember the first time I watched a real porn, I was like, whoa, this is hardcore. They're showing a penis. And people are like, this is porn. I was like, yeah, but normally it's not. It's just the guy and the girl. And there's like a saxophone. <laughs> and they're like, dude. A saxophone? Yeah. What? Like, like in the Cinemax? Yeah. I didn't get Cinemax till mm. I was a grown up. And I still don't You're really. You're missing out. Emmanuel? I don't know if I have it. What is that? It's like a girl. It's like this hot girl in space. And she just fucks everybody. It's like, 
She's just in space and she just fucks everybody. It's like a really Star hot. Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek porn. porn. Mm-hmm. Do you know Krista Allen? Krista Allen. Why does that name sound so familiar? Well, she's my friend. And we used to be super tight and then she like moved away and stuff. But like she was in some really huge cult following like Skinamax uh, type movie. So all my guy yeah. friends, when I was like hanging with her all the time, were like, oh my God, Krista yeah. Allen. Was, yeah. I don't know. I thought you might know her. Yeah, I don't know I, what I'm sure was. if I saw a picture because I was in, I was humping pillows at a very young age. So was I. Max. You were. See, I had to be molested. Yeah, you probably right? were molested. It's repressed. Yeah. If I do ayahuasca, it's gonna yeah. come out. Or hypnotherapy. <sighs> I don't know if I want to know. I tried hypnotherapy, but like my mind is too. I'm. I, I'm too like. I won't let people in. My walls right. are so. That's why when that's guys, probably why you definitely probably were then. Cause it's like, if you're no, it's true. It's like, if you have really bad control issues with like letting go and stuff, that's usually because it's like when you weren't in control, something bad happened. And then, so now you're like, Nope, I I can't do this. I can't do that because you you just want to keep control to keep safe. Well, I did find out that two people in my family molested other people in my family. So Mm, odds are, yeah, you got touched. Whatever. It's all good. Um, but that's why we're funny. Yeah. Thank you. You know, Bonnie McFarland is right. Like uh, her husband, Rick, uh, Rich Voss, yeah. like um, he came to see, well, he was in Vegas. I was performing with Ralphie May on the Dirty at 1230. Oh, hell yes. At Southwest or uh, not Southwest, South Point. Yeah. South Point Casino in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Have yeah. you ever done that show? Um, I know, but I did another show in the, with Drew Lynch actually, which was crazy. Oh, nice. No, because I was doing like abortion material and molestation material and Drew Lynch, God bless the soul. He was on America's Got Talent, which is like for substitute teachers staying at home at night. It's a little PG. A little PG. I could never be on that. And he, yeah. neither could I. They would like literally be like, you. Well, any girl who's funny can't pretty much be on those shows. <laughs> right. And like I did, I was doing my jokes and like literally in the crowd at one point, I was doing an abortion joke and everybody went, <gasps> Like that at once that I thought somebody fell. I was like, oh my God, somebody fell. What happened? And I'm like, oh, these are my, they're reacting like this because of my jokes. But yeah. then Dirty at 1230 came on or like was the next show after us. And I was like, oh my God, this is the show that I needed to be on. Let me just give a shout out to the Dirty at 1230 because it will come back if it hasn't already, but it is free. It's at South Point Casino in Las Vegas every Friday night at, well, seats at midnight starts at 1230. It is Awesome. Amazing. Super awesome. Amazing. Because what happens is like all the headliners who are in town playing other clubs, they'll just swing through and do a set. So you yeah. could see anybody. anybody. Yeah. But I was there and um one night I went up and I just happened to have a great set that yeah. night. Like Hell just yeah. really I was in a good mood. I was probably drunk. I don't remember. <laughs> but um Rich Voss saw me for the first time and he went home and told Bonnie, man, this girl Kate. She's actually pretty hot and she's really funny. And Bonnie was like, she had to be molested. No, she said she had to be molested. That's yeah. It's usually, and it's like, it sucks, but it's like, yeah, it's true, man. It could be true. true. It probably is. Someday I'm going to try to figure it out. But like at the same time, I'm happy. So it's like, why? Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? If I was, thanks. (laughs) Thank you for bestowing the powers onto me. me. Funny. (laughs) So when did you move to LA? I moved to LA in two thousand six. Okay, a long time ago. Wait, me too. Oh, two thousand six. Yeah, yeah. I moved. uh, I wasn't doing stand up then. I this is embarrassing, but whatever. I did sketch and improv for seven years. Why is that embarrassing? 
Uh, cause I did I, that yeah, in oh, Chicago. Did? Oh, yeah. you did? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Because uh, I think most, co- there's just like, you know, that classic, like, you Whatever. know. Comics right. are idiots. Comics think like improv is like low class comedy. Right. But so. then, I, but I did improv in a lot. There's a lot of great improv comedians, but there's a lot of, like, we think there's like hack stand-up comics, but hack improvisers, it's like, whoo, it's brutal to watch. It's true. I have to say that I did improv for years and right. I could never really like, because in any improv troupe, there's bound to be like two people who suck at improv, but yeah. they're still part of your team. And I don't know about you, but after I did stand up, like for years, I became a great improviser. I became right. a better actor. For sure. Stand up frees you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm happy I did improv first because I feel like I didn't have as much of a, uh, it wasn't as hard for me to start stand up Cause it's like, you know, some people, when they start their first year, you're like, this is rough. But because I like, you know, had experience on stage and performing it, at least it wasn't like completely new to me. So it was a little bit easier. Totally. I totally agree. But you're like me, right? You didn't start stand up to your, cause I didn't start stand up until I was like 27. Oh yeah. I was like, well, the, when I first moved here in 06, I mm-hmm. did stand up for a little while, but I was right. married. Uh, okay. And I got to say that stand up is something that if you are with someone it's who hard. isn't completely cool with you talking about whatever you want at the beginning, yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. You got to be free to talk about anything because it's like if you play golf or tennis or any sport that's super concentrated where the audience is not allowed to make noise. Stand up is like if any little thing comes into your head, like I shouldn't say that because it'll piss off my husband or whatever. It fucks you up. Right. So you got to be free. So you have to because it's like it's one of those things where it's like, dude, stand up. If you're doing it well, you should be you should be in a like in a state where it's like you're not like rehearsed that's the best stand-up is when you're like yes i have jokes to rely on yep but you want to be free up there and you gotta be in the moment yeah so in the moment stand-up is the best microcosm for how you should live your life absolutely because no matter what comes at you you have to adapt right you gotta go with it it might be great it might be awful but when you get off stage you can't let it ruin you for the rest of the night or i remember it used to be if i murdered I'd be in the best mood for like yep. 12 hours. Yeah. Now it's like fun for 20 minutes and then life hits again. But yeah. that's how it should be. Like nothing should impact your future so much because of how you feel right now. You just got to go with the flow. Right. Stand up is everybody should have to do stand up. One time. Five, six times. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Everybody should have to work in a restaurant. So anybody who has never worked in a restaurant, do it. I okay? agree. Cause it's like, there are so many, so many people where I'm like, I will fucking gut you. Cause I can tell that you've never worked in a bar and restaurant yes. and you think I am your personal little butler and you don't realize <laughs> that I have 80 other people in my fucking section right now. And I don't control the kitchen. I don't control the bar. I don't control I the host at like, you got to work at a restaurant and you got to do stand up comedy and like, I, and more than once. Cause the first time is terrifying and you uh, well, some people do fine. I feel like my first time I did fine. Like, right. Because you're like on the adrenaline high or something. Yeah. And also like, I just, I've been performing so long. Right. But like, I never, I feel like if you're funny, you'll bomb. Don't get me wrong. But you'll never bomb as bad as someone who's bad and not naturally funny. Right. Because even if you're bombing, if you're in the moment, 
you can find like if you are bombing and you comment on bombing yeah well this isn't going well right that's one laugh at least you got one or well that was a new joke yeah you have to be present in so many comics i watch them and they're like not present with what's going on like say like some guy just farted or something and they just go on and they just start going to their jokes i'm like are you not gonna talk about the thing that just happened it's like when i was in san diego the street performing yeah i mean you guys don't understand. Imagine performing on a downtown city street in like New York, not Times Square, but maybe like somewhere else in Manhattan. And a homeless guy comes by while you're telling a joke and you're like, fuck you, comedian, you suck. And you just ignore it and keep telling your it's joke. It's awkward. Like, the audience is like, um, um, how are you not going to talk about that? You're the comedian. We, yeah, should we pretend that? But that's just like experience on stage being right. yourself. But like the first time out, Man, it would be funny to do a TV show where people do stand up for the first, first time, time. Uh, in a place where there's definitely going to be like yes. distractions and see who can react. Yeah. It'd be a great contest. It would be a very good contest. Anyway, they're so bored. We're talking about comedy. <laughs> um, maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't know who listens to this. I know this. I got so many messages from people telling me about bad dates. And mm. What's your worst date? Yes. So like you have a boyfriend now, right? Yeah. Um, have you ever, you've never been married? No, 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 no. What's your longest relationship? All of my relationships have never been more than two years. Well, that's a long, that's a pretty long. Yeah, well, I know people who've been like together for like six years or whatever. And I'm like, dude, that's good. But I feel like I try to take it as a, as a, where I'm like, I just know. When I know, I'm like, I'm not going to keep investing more time into this. Like when I know, I know I'm like, you are not in my future. I'm not going to just tag along to be like, well, I don't like being alone. I'm like, I'll, I'll figure it out. That's a good point. Um, I'm bad at dumping people. Are you good at dumping people? I'm good at, I'm good at telling people when I'm just like, Hey man, cause I wear my heart on my sleeve. It's very hard for me to fake if I'm not happy. It's so hard. Me like, too. cause I've dated like a guy that was like rich before or something. And I'm like, <sighs> fuck like come on but i'm just like i i just can't fake it i'm like like you want to like him because he's rich yeah oh i've been there so many times yeah or like i've dated so many guys i'm like this guy could make my life so much better but the sex is bad and yeah. i just can't fake. i don't and i you can't. can't i can't but also like you know you're very talented no, you're smart you. no but for real like when you know that that's why like when people would be like Kate's trying to fuck her way up, whatever. I'd be like, no, you're like, then I would go fuck Bill Gates exactly. or whoever the fuck. You're like, I'm going to go for the biggest, most, whatever. Totally. Like, come I'll on. fuck Elon Musk. Why would I be yeah. fucking these losers Seriously. at the comedy store? You're like, dude, come on. Like, yeah, but I always knew I'm talented enough and smart enough. And even if it's not show business, I'll always find a way to make it. Like, right. I'm not going to be homeless. And even if I was, I'd still survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm smart. Right. And you are too. So you don't, once you take that off the table. Right. It's amazing how much guys lose, like, so many guys. Power. Yeah, because so many guys, that's really all they have to offer. And they know it on the inside. Yeah, they have that Aladdin quality. Like, I'll show you the world. I'm like, I don't, I have my own passport. All right. I don't need, well, I just got my passport That's this a good year, bit. but still. You should, you should do that on stage. You do that? No, That's but funny. I just got a passport, so I feel like bragging. I'm like, yeah, I'm in my 30s and I just got a passport, <laughs> but I have one now, okay? Good for you. Let's yeah. go to, um. where can we go with that right now? Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. We can go to Cabo. Yeah, I've never been out. I've been to Canada, but besides that, I've never been out of the country before. What? Really? Yeah, I grew we up We should poor. go to Tijuana. Yeah, I've I'd never been. To. Really? It's a drive away. Yeah, please take we me. We need a guy that's really big. Yeah. My friend Rampage, 
Do you know? Wait, who? the fighter? Yeah. I'm like the UFC motherfucking rampage. Yeah. yeah I yes. know him. <laughs> yeah. I told him I wanted to go to Tijuana and he said, if you ever go, tell me I'll come. Yeah. You know, play security. So Perfect. we could Please. go. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Anyway. So, fun. so, um, okay. So you longest relationship, two, two years. years. How many boyfriends? Um, I probably have had like five major boyfriends. Holy shit. Is that a lot or no? Well, I was married 10 years, so you oh. can't. Because I feel like most, because I'm in my 30s. What's a major boyfriend? Like uh, someone that you said, I love you too. Wow. Yeah. So my first one was like 19. Then the second one was like 21, 22. Then I like went on a, you know, went on a no boyfriend for a while. Uh, and How long was that? That was probably like five years. Like no boyfriend. And that was the happiest time. Oh, of I was loving life. It was amazing. I had my own one bedroom apartment. And I was like, Ew. cleaning up. Yeah. Did you have a lot of like one nighters? See, here's the thing. I've actually never had a prop. I've never had a one night stand. I'm very like. That but, means you have fire pussy. They always <laughs> hit you up after. They're like, bitch, that was supposed to be one night, but hey. <laughs> I've never had like a technical one, but I'm a type of person where it's like, my friends always call me the queen of fling. Like, uh, but it's not necessarily, like I'm a type of person, like I love like to get to actually know somebody. Me too. And like, but I love the flirtation. I love the buildup. I love like. <gasps> Girls I, love the buildup. Yes. Totally. That's the most fun. Yeah. And like, just like talking like oh. all night on the phone for like five hours. This is making me horny. Yeah. <laughs> for buildup. Yeah. I want buildup. Right? Like, isn't that the best part? And you're yeah. just like, you're in their bed, but you don't even have sex. And you're like, what do you want to do? You want to just get it like a pizza? And then you're oh, like, yeah, stay I've up never all done night. that. In their bed? No, if I get to the bed, <laughs> I've never gone to the bed and not. You know how many, I'm, I, there's probably a lot of men who hate me because like I've slept in their bed and never touched them. But I just. How but, do you sleep? I perfectly. I'm like, good night. And then. Oh my God, I can't do that. Yeah. No, I'm scared they'll rape me. <laughs> I'm just like, sorry, good night. I'll kill you. That's because you've processed your trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, no, yeah, absolutely. Maybe. Where it's like. It's kind of like one of those, every man that I've been with has either told me that they think that I'm a closeted lesbian or that they're scared to make a move on me. So I'm like, whatever that means. Oh my God, I get these. We're the same. Yeah. My therapist told me, are you sure you're not a lesbian? Like four times in three <laughs> sessions. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I've had guys that I've, I'll never make the first move. Yeah, me either. I just won't. But I also have only had... I mean, I have one one night stand, but even that night, I mm -hmm. made the guy talk for like four or five hours. Like I had to get to yeah, know him because you have to feel comfortable. Like I and I get it. Like I'm like one of my best friends. Like she's I don't know. She's probably with like a hundred dudes, whatever. But she's one of those girls who it's like you know how girls pretend to be sex positive, but really it's like no, you just want love. But like she's oh. really like sex positive, where it's like she will fuck you and never call you, never talk to you, feel great about herself. How like, does she do that? Because for her, she can come no matter what. So can I? Really? Well, unless he's gross, but then I wouldn't fuck him. Yeah, but she can. So for her, because she's like a boss ass bitch, so she has like a very high stress job. So she actually uses sex as a stress relief. I could see that. So I she, could probably do that if I decided it. Right. 
So she's like a real life Samantha, but I know so many girls who pretend to be sex positive and they pretend to be like, hey, like I'm just cool being casual and there's nothing wrong if you are casual, but when you pretend to be casual, you're really hurting yourself because you're putting on this act and you yes. can't really, you don't have the bandwidth to actually handle totally the consequences. Agree. I agree. But she's like, she she will literally delete their phone. And I'm like, and I, there's so many times. Cause How I, does she meet them? So she used to do dating apps, but she would go out to a bar and be like, hmm, that one. And I I'm did like, that one time, yeah. but I didn't fuck him because he didn't have a condom. <laughs> and my gay friend was in the living room. <laughs> and I'll never forget, actually, I met him at Saddle Ranch. Yes, as we all as we all do. I forgot Saddle about Ranch. this. Jody Miller was with me. Oh, hell yeah. Who's a comedian. Yeah. And I had just, like, kind of gotten out of, like, my first boyfriend after my marriage. Mm. And Jody was like, Kate, you just need to have a one-night stand. And I was like, oh, I don't, that's not, I don't do that. Yeah. She was like, no, we're going to go to Saddle Ranch. You're going to find a hot guy and you're going to fuck him tonight. Yeah. So we went, we found a hot lacrosse. This guy was actually Ooh, a professional lacrosse yes. player, which I didn't even know. I love lacrosse because I'm from East Coast. If you're East Coast, you know lacrosse is what's up. Did you know there's pro lacrosse yeah. players? Yeah. Well, I didn't. So <laughs> this guy was so hot. I forget his name. Probably be like, doesn't matter. Bryson. Bryson. Let's go with Bryson. Bryson. So uh, I'm with my gay friend. I hit it off with Bryson. This is in Hollywood, guys, by the comedy store. Um, Bryson lived way over here in Venice, which mm. I didn't at the time. So he wanted me to go home with him, and I was scared. So yeah. I made my gay friend come with us. We <laughs> get to amazing. his house. We go into his bedroom. He had an air mattress on the floor. You're like, God damn it, I'm trying. I mean, I really didn't care. I was like, <laughs> one night stand. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And we start hooking up. And then I'm like, do you have a condom? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, I'm not fucking you without one back then. Yeah. I mean, back then, <laughs> things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, I'll go to the store and get one. And then he leaves. He's like gone for like an hour and you're like, dude, he's gone for like 15 minutes. In the meantime, my gay friend's like, can we get the fuck out of here? And I'm like, yeah, let's just go. And we're about to leave. And he comes back in and here's the best part. He's like, I got condoms. I'm like, we're leaving. And he goes, do you guys want some free socks? He had some like sponsor that gave out like Bless lacrosse socks and he gave us socks. He goes, do you want socks? And you're like, sweetie. Oh, I don't even God. know how we got home because I don't think Uber existed yet. I think we called yeah. a taxi. God, remember life before Uber? <gasps> no. It yes. was rough. I See, for me, it was fine because... I used to drink and drive so much, which is not good. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. You know, play In a LA, though, you didn't have a choice Everybody did it. It was either don't drink or don't leave your house. Yeah, because it's like... We, you know, we would always be like, okay, one friend has to like stay as sober as possible. But it's like, once you start drinking, the music starts going, you're like, whatever, we're going to play bumper cars on the way home. Who cares? You know? I'm not a big drinker, I say, as I'm drinking, <laughs> but I'm really not. Like, I'll nurse one or two yeah, drinks you've been nursing for the whole that. night. Yeah, not judging you, but I'm just saying, yeah. No, 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 totally. But I mean, like, that's always how I've been. So I'm usually the safest mm. one in the group. But then, I, you know, if you smoke with it or yeah. you take some mushroom, before you know it, like, You're you really like, shouldn't be driving. Yeah. See, I've always worked in bars my whole life. So, like, I've always, like, well, and my dad was an alcoholic. So it's like, whatever. It's like in my blood. Same. But, mm, see? 
But uh, so I'm always the type of person that's like, I like, I, I like a whiskey. I like a, but what I've done is like, I don't drink and drive anymore. And you can be my witness. Anymore. Yeah. I was like, anymore. I never. Since she killed that seven year old, <laughs> yeah. she feels awful. <laughs> yeah. Since I killed that family, I'm like, sorry, you ain't going home for Thanksgiving this year. Um, but I decided I was like, all right, I'm going to at least be smart about it and not drink and drive. But it's like, I actually, since the quarantine is like when I've really like weaned off, like drinking but because it's like you can't afford it (laughs) (laughs) i was like "Ooh, kate's bringing the booze yeah Yeah, i hit her up i was like what do you drink she's like whiskey whiskey yeah give it to me give it to me but i'm like but because i just like realized where i'm like dude i spend so much money like when even if you're at a comedy club because it's like we get it for free but you gotta spend money yeah, because no, I used I to don't. work as a bartender, and I'm like, oh yeah, if somebody tipping. gives me yeah. shit for free, I always tip like extra. You know what I yeah. mean? And so I'm like, it's and a lot of times it's like, yeah, I'm only having two or three drinks a night, but two or three drinks a night, five nights a week. It adds if you're up. buying them, especially like yeah. at the comedy store, that's like. If you're paying for them, it's like 14 bucks a drink, drink. plus tip. That's like 60 bucks. Yeah. But. Five nights a week. And it's just like, because we're comics, we're waiting to go on stage. Somebody's bombing. It happens. We all bomb. But it's like, you're just like, oh my God, I don't want to watch this. And so it's just, it's so easy to drink. And when I was I, All you do is you walk to the bar and you go, this is on Bobby Lee's tab or yeah. whoever. Like I just leave it on some, Jim Jeffrey's tab. That's yeah, exactly. No, but it's like, it's so easy to drink. So it's like now during the quarantine, I was like, okay, like I could, let me just not do it. And yeah. I got to say, I did um like maybe three weeks, totally, completely sober. Like, except I've been microdosing mushrooms, which I have to say. Is amazing. Really really has helped my mental health absolutely i tell people all the time i'm like alcohol once in a while for sure when you're young you'll figure it out but when you get in your 30s alcohol once in a while but psychedelics are that's nature's medicine yeah what's, what's funny is like i don't like molly i don't like acid i don't like hallucinogens i don't like to be way out of control but like a little bite of mushroom each day i'm telling you guys like uh, my mood is way more stable. Stress hits me and I'm happier. I yep. mean, I'm not obviously a doctor and I don't know shit about mushrooms. No, but mushrooms. they use it. I follow. So there's this, if you guys want the science behind it, there's a company called Maps, like looking up on Google Maps. Maps. Yeah, Maps. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they are all scientists and researchers. So they use it for the military. They use it for people with depression. They use it with people who have drug problems. And they've done all these studies, all this research for like over 40 years showing that psychedelics have like, they have all the stats and whatever of being like, oh, this is like super beneficial because it just fires off different neurons in our brain. And it's like, it is life changing. Yeah. I mean, the thing is guys, like, even if you're someone watching this, who's like, I never touch drugs, drugs are bad. Like I never feel any effects. I never feel like I'm on a drug ever. I just notice over a couple weeks that I'm, I mean, if something bad happens in my life that normally would really stress me out or make me really manic, mm-hmm. I'm not having those symptoms. Right. right. So it's like, for me, I mean, I don't know that in sunshine. Yeah. Oh my God. Vitamin D is amazing. Dude. You have to do it. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, 10 minutes of sunlight on you. Yep. Dude, I just read this article. Have you ever heard of this? I just read this article um, about people who sun gaze. Mm. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, I'm going to send you the article. I don't want to misquote it, but it basically was 
saying NASA confirmed this science that's been going on for centuries, which yes. is, and don't go outside and look into the sun, okay? I'm not, a, <laughs> I'm not a fucking scientist, but basically it's like people who over time have made themselves um, immune to the harmful effects of UV. Right. So they start with like five seconds looking at the sun at certain times a day, then 10, right. then whatever. And over time, the UV makes them need less calories. Wow. So that like eventually they don't need food to survive. Right. But like NASA is starting to confirm some of the research. Dude, it's just crazy, It's man. real. Like, I, I mean, that's why I started my podcast as Shamik is because it's like, I, I've always been like into spiritual stuff, but I never really like practice it. And like the last few years I started practicing it. And then I was like, dude, like when I meditate, like if you've ever done psychedelics, when I meditate, like I can see like colors and like light and yeah. like shit like that. And I'm like, the shit, the shit is real. And it's like, oh, it's real. It's a hundred percent. Cause I'm such an empath. Yeah. And I didn't know what that was. Mm. And then I've done this podcast for years. And one time I was, I, I like posted it and somebody replied to me and said, Kate, you're an empath. Look it up. I didn't know what it was. I looked it up. I was like, oh my, oh my God. God, that's me. That's yeah. my whole life. But once I knew what it was, I mean, if I walk into a room where there's a really dark person in the room, like say there's a, a murderer in the room. Yeah. I won't know that, but I'll know immediately like there's a Not really to trust the something's person. off. Yeah. That, yeah, it's crazy. So, and also if you absorb energy, yeah. like I feel like you probably do too yeah. because we clicked. Like I've been starting to just turn my phone off for like three, four hours and yeah. just get away because it's it's a lot to take on this this past yeah. year with all the craziness. This got serious. Yeah, but yeah. No, that but shit can fuck you up, man. Absolutely. I'm going to be alone forever. It's cool though. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let me think. Um, we're going to end this with like a little, I'm trying to think of some stuff that could lighten the mood since I brought it so dark. No, I, I, I don't brought think up, that's dark at all. We're trying to tell people like, hey, do a little bit of psychedelics. Like, figures, I think it's important. Yeah. Do you want to smoke? I have weed. Yeah. It was like, it's, it's I have great so much you. weed right now. Yes. If you want some, it's all different kinds. Ooh. I'm learning about weed too. Yeah. I started smoking to help me sleep. It Wait, really you never helped. smoked weed before this? I always smoked, but like, I didn't really know why or how. So I would mm. smoke whatever someone gave me. I always hated weed because mm. I thought it made me lazy. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then I started smoking with a purpose. Yeah. Actually, Joey Diaz kind of turned me on because I was on his podcast once. He gave me this stuff called like cookie crumble or cookie yeah. dough, some cookie mm -hmm. weed. And it really was like. It really fired me up creatively. Yeah. So I started doing that. And then I got some like nighttime, what is it, indica? Indica. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then before I knew it, I was like, I like weed. You're like, okay, I'm one of these girls now. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah. weed mixed with mushrooms makes me so horny, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I can masturbate and think I fuck someone. Yeah. That's and my awesome. dreams are crazy. Yeah. It's. Anyway. I, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% with you. Yeah, I smoke. Yeah. Okay. I smoke at night to help me fall asleep. Same thing too. But I was the same where like, I used to never smoke. Like I never, uh, to this day, I've never tried Coke. I've never tried, uh, you know, heroin. Obviously. Heroin. Yeah. I was me like, neither. but like, I'm open though. One time. Yeah. Just you're like, you know, just for once, like once just for to fun. try it. Yeah, yeah. For fun. But like, I could not get hooked. I was always scared of drugs my whole life. I was like, no, 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 no. And then I tried psychedelics and I was like, 
oh, what was I so scared of? You know, because it's like, it's super helpful. You just do it in small doses. You don't have to go crazy. Just do yeah. it in a small dose and you'll be like, dude, love is real. Peace is cool. Everybody's beautiful, you know, and you're just like, okay, this is how we're all supposed to feel. So it's Have cool. you done ayahuasca? No, but I've done DMT. Okay, DMT's chemical though, right? So yes, they have to chemically make it now, but it naturally produces in our body. So it oh. only ha- it only releases when you have a near death experience. You could do it through oh, breath work, or yeah. Oh, great! Awesome. Yeah. Let's have one after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna choke you. Perfect. Yeah, but I think that's like kind of why people do the thing. What is that called? Erotic erotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. I like to be choked, but there's different types yeah. of being choked in sex that we could talk about yeah yeah i don't like like choke choke where you're like scaring me but it's like kind of the choke where it just feel i don't know what it is whenever i'm having sex and i know like i'm about to come there's like a certain like it's either like my legs have to be in a certain position or i have to have the person do a certain thing because it's like it's almost like the pressure helps me release well it is like so if a guy so for the guys at home that like if your girl's like choke me and you're like i might kill you here's the thing most of the time when a woman wants to be choked she doesn't want to not breathe yeah it's more about the pressure and the control and the domination of your hand on her neck and also even if you squeeze it a little in your mind you're like i'm being choked and you start to like hold your breath if you actually aren't breathing when you come it makes the orgasm more intense that's mm. why like some guys will really choke you yeah. i used to date this ufc fighter oh boy yeah man he would like i could put you to sleep in eight <laughs> seconds he would just put me to sleep like i, I would come Good night. Then, yeah. yeah but um yeah when you're like when you can't breathe and you come it's more intense because you're I don't know, I guess just because you're straining for breath or you think it's a mental thing. Yeah. I like the domination aspect mm. in a weird way. Yeah. I feel like I I don't like to be scared at all. Like if I'm like having sex with someone, so I know like a lot of, I've had like rough sex, you know, like before where I'm like, okay, like let me see like how it feels. But then I'm also the kind of person where I'm like, I'm a dominant person, so I'm like, don't you fucking think that you could dominate me? Like, I'll get competitive about it. I know what it. you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean, because I like a guy to dominate me to an extent, but then if he wants me to, like, call him daddy or say, thank no. you, sir, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should thank me, me, bitch. Right. No, excuse me. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I, I, I feel like the best sex is like when you genuinely just really, really like or love the person because it's like you could have the most regular sex and be like, that was great. You're like, but we didn't even really do anything. Yeah. But I've I'm, had, but I've had sex with people I really love. That was really not great. Right. Too, oh, really? Where I'm like bummed. Really? Well, like there was one guy I was so sure I was like, so in love with. And in your head, when you're in love with them, yeah. you make the sex better. Right. But in hindsight, I'm like, he kind of sucked him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the thing, too, where it's like, have you ever met someone who you were not sexually attracted to, but then they you had a good vibe with them that yep. you became sexually attracted to, but yeah. then the sex was bad? And you're like, well, what but the But then fuck? the sex was bad? Yeah. Yes. It's like, dude, I wasn't sexually attracted to you, but you were so cool that I became sexually attracted to you. Like, my vagina got wet. But then now... The sex was bad. I like, wonder if that happens me. to men. 
Because mm. women, it's like, we might meet you and we're not really attracted to you, but then we start to like you. So we're yeah. like, we feel some chemistry. And then maybe we, there was one guy I made out with him sober and it was bad, but then buzzed, it was pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then again, sober, not so good, but I liked him. Yeah. And then we had sex and it was like one of the worst sexual experiences ever oh but i wonder for guys if like liking you makes it hotter i don't think it makes it hotter i think it makes it more because like we're comics so we talk to our comic friends all the time and like men there is a thing with men where it's like they are like females in a way where it's like yeah like if they have sex with a girl like in the moment they can kind of like zone out but then after as soon as it's done they just feel like it's that louis ck joke where it's like you know, you're, you lead with your dick and you're like, yes, 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 yes. And then as soon as you're done, you're like, oh shit, where am I? Like, you feel like you just came out of a tornado oh. where you're like, oh fuck. Guys after they come have clarity. Yeah. Which is why like once I dated a guy who would never say I love you to me, except right after he came, mm. it was always after he came, he'd be like, I love you, baby. I was like, oh, that's how I know he loves me. Yeah. Cause it's after he comes, he's not trying to get it. Yeah. So I believed it. What if they say it during? I don't count that. Okay. I fucked a guy who like wanted me to tell him I loved him so he could come. Like that's what would like make him come. And I felt You're so like, uncomfortable. Call your mom. Like, come on, call your mom. I'm like, but I don't. Don't yeah. say that. I love you. <laughs> I love you. And I'd be like, you know that I didn't mean that, right? <laughs> but I don't know. It's just interesting. It's all so fucking fascinating, men and women. The yeah. whole thing. I could talk about it forever. It's like I think at the end of the day, I think we have like different vessels to like get us to a point of like happiness, like men and women. But I think we still have like the same goal. You know what I mean? Like what's we, the goal you think? I think the goal is like everybody just wants to be themselves and be happy. You know what I mean? Like with whoever they're with. It's like you want to just have yeah. complete freedom. That's the real and be shit. Happy. That is a real. It's like you want to be seen. Yeah for who you really are and they still love you. Yeah, and you don't wanna have to change or you don't have to be like, that. that's why I, I totally believe in like radical honesty. Like when you're in a relationship and people are like, I, I'm only attracted to you. There's nobody else that I'm ever, I'm like, stop it, stop. <laughs> don't lie to me, bitch. Yeah, it's we like, know. we all know it's like every human, even if you're a woman, you're attracted to other women, even if you're not gay, but you're attracted to other men. If you're totally. a man, you're, it's okay to be like, it's so, such a lonely feeling when you have to pretend like I only am attracted to you. I, like I only like, you know, want to do this with you. It's okay to be like, Hey, sometimes I feel doubt with us or sometimes I feel, you know, like I, I just don't want to have sex with you. Or sometimes I feel like you piss me off, whatever. It's like, you gotta be totally. able to have that honesty because it's yeah. like, when you guys both go like, you know what? Like, I just don't like you right now. Like you piss me off and you're like, I don't like you right now either. And you're like, ugh, okay, thank you. Like that's be, but just being like, Hey babe, like everything's great. You're number one. Like we're together forever. It's like, ugh, you're both I just totally lying to each other. With you. I totally agree. It's like, and also, I mean, I think a lot of times guys think, women are needy women are needy because they want like more attention or more compliments or they want they want you to make them feel more reassurance affirmation yeah exactly but the thing guys don't get is 
the more a guy affirms me and makes me feel like he's so sure about me, the more I'm down to let him be more free. Right. Like if I know you are totally into me, right. I'm cool to bring another chick in the mix one night. Cause right. I know you're as long as she's a hooker, not anybody we know. She has <laughs> yeah, to she's gotta be, be like professional. a random yeah, yeah, yeah. professional or like totally. We met her in Vegas in and we're city. never going to see her. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. But I mean, like if you, are letting your girl know she is number one. You're so into her. Yep. Even if you're lying a little bit sometimes, like <laughs> you make her feel good. Then that means the night you go to the strip club with your boys, she's not freaking the fuck out. Right. Because she knows. She feels secure with being like, hey, yeah. you want to go see some tits? You want to go have some fun? Whatever. Go for it, baby. Yeah. But I don't feel like, oh, God, is he going to meet a girl and go off with her? You know what I mean? It's just like, and it's the same thing with like women, too. It's like we, you know. Yes, we need like reassurance, but it's like men need to know that like we're not controlling them. You know what I mean? If they totally. got to feel free and we have to feel secure and that's like a weird balance to do. But at the same time, it's like we we're women. Men hit on us all the time. We don't want to have to feel like we can't like be nice to someone without you being like, what the fuck? What is that? We want to be able to be like, hey, thank you so much for coming to the show. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I love thank that you. it came back to the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're such a comic yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the, the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's true. But it's also like if you're making your woman feel super special all the time, sometimes it's work, sometimes it's not. Yeah. But it's a choice, right? It's like if you are, she doesn't have to find another dude to make her feel right. good about. Because women are all about. Women mentally cheat. Like they'll start flirting with dudes. They'll start like, there's a, there's another man who just will start giving her compliments. Compliments. Just start telling her, we love compliments. Guys Seriously. don't understand how much compliments work. Means so much. You don't got to spend money. Don't. I told my friend this. He was like, what should I do for my girl for Valentine's Day? I'm so broke. I go, listen, I go. Make like a cute, like picnic-y type thing. Take her to the beach for sunset. But like compliment her so much this week. She feels like a goddess. And yes. then buy a couple of roses. Compliments. So much. I All fucked, we want to know. guys for compliments. Yes. All we want to know is why why you you're with us like if you're like hey you're so dope you're such the girl that i'm like dude it's so much fun to hang out with i think like you're great like to bring around my friends i love that you love sports i love that you're a type of girl that when you wake up i'm like dude my chick is are you hot. talking about me thank you yes but i'm like if i was your man this is what i'd be saying i'd be For like real and then you're like, we want to we want to know what it is about us that you chose to date us. And then we want to know, like, hey, dude, I see you in my future. Like, you're good. Like, I want to spend more time with you. You don't have to be like, I want to marry you. But just be like, dude. no, don't say that unless you're really about to propose. Right. But if you're like, dude, I just see you in my future. Like, that's it. It's like, make it. Let us know why you like us. But mean it. Yeah. Don't mean say it. future shit if you because there's nothing worse than a guy yeah. that's like, I n this summer I want to take you to blah 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 when really in their head they're like, I want to smash I'm get rid of you. Yeah. But yes, I totally agree. Compliments are more important than listen, you can work at 7-Eleven and drive a piece of shit car and live in your parents' basement. But I promise if you make the girl feel Feels like special. she's the greatest thing that ever walked right. the earth. She will take care of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like men need someone to like hold them down. Like you want someone to be like, hey man, like I'll fill your gaps. If you're bad at fucking paying Aww. your bills or you're bad at like emptying No, the I'm dish not paying anyone's bills. <laughs> oh no, not like 
with my money, but I mean, like, just reminding you, like, hey, but this with is my due. pussy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I'll fuck your landlord, bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is horrible. Um, I love us. All right, we we've been at this for over an hour. Wow, wow. my podcast well, never grow this long. No, this is great. Tell me your worst date of all time. My worst date, my worst like situation with a man of all time, or my worst date. Well, tell me both. Okay, because I dated a guy <clears throat> and he was a redhead, which is like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> um, I'm only mad because I got hurt, okay? Because if you're a redhead and you don't hurt people- I have I'm a lot of redheads in my family. Ugh. So I dated this guy. I'm like, ugh, I'm angry. All redheads remind me of orphans, okay? Y'all because of Annie? Yes. And because they have like desperate energy. That's horrible. No, they don't. They, they do, do not. Redheads. Red- no, you don't. Only in your head. Only if you dump somebody, I'm mad at you. If you don't dump girls for no reason, I'm fine with it. Um, this redhead, okay? This redhead. For the record, though, I think redheads are stunning, and most guys want to bang the shit out of redheads. I have so many redheads in my life. Like my best friends are redhead. Like I, redheads are in my life. I like. If I ever fucked a redhead, oh well, I did. I'll think about. (laughs) Oh well, I did. Uh, so I meet this guy at a pool party, right? And here in LA, mm-hmm. at a here pool in party. LA, at it's a pool LA party. Okay. okay. And we hit it off. Everything's amazing. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, this guy's hilarious. Cause he was, was he a comedian? No. Okay. Um, Ooh, hilarious. <laughs> not comedian. Yes. They exist. They're out there. What? So it wasn't Andrew Santino. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> Um, so I meet this guy. Everything's great. He tells me, Hey, I just got out of a relationship. So I don't, I just want to let you know. He's like, but she's moving out. I really like you. And I say, Hey man, you just got a relationship. Like, I don't want to start anything, blah, blah, blah. But he keeps, he keeps pushing. Right. And I'm like, I'm smitten for this guy. All at one party? Or is this like this over is the like, course yeah. of time? So like at, we talked for like eight hours at this party. And I'm like. It's a good party. Yeah, it's a good party. That's a lot of drugs at that party. No, we, we were like smoking weed and like drinking. But I'm like, had a great time. He tells me the thing about the relationship. And then I was like, okay, dude, I left. We, that was it. Then he hits me up on social media. We start hanging out, whatever. We then we're just like, we're just going for it, right? We start hanging out. We start having sex, you know, whatever. How was the sex? The sex was, the sex was good. Yeah. Okay. So average. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if it's not great, it's average. Like girls, <laughs> there's no one that, it was awesome. Right? Yeah. All right. Um, Decent. Yeah. And so, cause I'm a type of person. I like to have sex more than once a night. And he was just a type of person. He has sex and goes to bed. Ew. Yeah. Fuck that. Right. And I wouldn't he- even do that if the guy was 80. And I thought like, I was like, dude, like I'm a treat. I like to have sex more than once. I'm a treat. I'm a treat. I'm cool. How old is this guy? Well, at the time I was 24. 99? He was 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27? Yeah, I'm telling once you there's nine? something about these hoons. No. So we start dating. Everything's whatever. So I, so he tells me, you know, he's done with this girl, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I want to give him a space. I want to give him his time. Like he just got out of a six year relationship, whatever. And then, um, you know, we're dating, we're hanging out, whatever, but I'm not meeting his friends. I'm not being, mm, I'm not going out on dates. Ho. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. No dates? No, like actual real dates. Like we would go 
hiking or we go grab sandwiches. We would, you know. Daytime dates. Right. Daytime dates. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. And and I was like, okay, like he's busy. He has like a really crazy job, blah, blah, blah. What was his job? Uh, he was uh, He was a producer. Um, so crazy. Right. And I was like, okay, like that's fine. He's just busy, blah, blah, blah. And then, so, uh, but it just keeps going back and forth to the point where, and this is like a year of this like back and forth yeah. shit. And so you I'm really like- You really liked him. That yeah. means you really liked him. Oh, I was, I was- uh, Even though the sex was average. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I was like, I was, I was pretty much head over heels. I was like, this is the next guy I'm going to fall in love with. Like he made me laugh like a motherfucker. We had such a great bond, whatever. Or so I thought- and you ev- did. yeah, every time I would be, I would pull away. He'd be like, no, no, no. Like, I love you. Don't, 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 don't. And I'm like, okay. And then I would be like, what do you say? I love you. Yeah. And okay. I would be like, okay, he just needs more time. I don't want to be impatient. He just got out of a long relationship. Let me not like put pressure on him. But eventually I ended up being like, I got to move on. I start dating someone else and he's hitting me up the whole entire time being like, oh, come on, come on. And I'm like, no, I eventually break up with this guy. And then completely. Yeah. Yep, I break up with the new guy that I was dating. Oh, yeah, a new guy. Yeah, so we dated for eight months. Then okay. homeboy, I'll just call him Alan. But wait, so Alan, homeboy, was hitting you up the whole time, the wow. eight months, mm-hmm. but you never hooked up with him during. Nope. That. Okay. And then when I break up with the other guy, we'll call him Chris. Then Alan was like, <laughs> okay. his name. "That's probably his real name. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is. It is." <laughs> Yeah. Is Alan the other guy's real name? No. Okay. Let's uh, call it Alan Homeboy. I like yeah, that. Yeah, Alan right. Homeboy. Right. So Alan Homeboy, I'm like, he's like, are, are you still dating that guy? Blah, blah. And I was like, no. And he's like, I'm coming over. We need to talk. And I'm thinking, because it's been like almost a year, you know what I mean, that I was dating the other guy. And I was like, okay, he's had enough time really now, because now it's been two years since he's been broken up with that chick. Right. One year that he was dating Allegedly. Me. Yeah. One year yeah. that I was dating Chris. And so I'm like, okay, he probably is finally like, Oh my God, it's me and you. Wait, what was wrong with Chris? Chris, it was just, he, he's sweet, but he's Japanese. No, I'm kidding. I'm, oh totally, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. That was so racist. I'm sorry I'm, to the Japanese. Dude. I'm totally kidding. No, he's beautiful. No, he was, uh, he's one of the nicest, sweetest kids in the whole entire world, but we were just like. Japanese? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm totally kidding. No, he's half Japanese, half white. So he has like beautiful green eyes. Shout out to you. Not that there's anything wrong with fully Japanese. <laughs> no, I just met you. He's just super hot okay. and exotic. Shout uh, out to Chris. Yeah, exotic. shout out to Chris. He was All exotic right. little angel. He was just the sweetest guy in the whole just world. Work. Yeah, we just were like, we were both at points in our life where we're like, we try to make it work, but we were just more friends than we were like boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, but uh, so okay. anyway, so... He comes over. Alan homeboy comes over. Alan homeboy is like, hey, like we got to, you know, like I just need to see you, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, he wants to get back together. He realizes like what he's been missing out on. He's ready to like go to the next step, blah, blah, blah. He comes over. We get intimate. You know, we do we do the thing. And then does that mean fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so like prude. I'm like, like you're PG 13. Yeah, I'm like, we, uh, t- you're like, you could say rape, but you can't <laughs> say fuck. Right, we talked about you being raped at six, but <laughs> God forbid. Okay. The thing. The thing. All right. Um, so then, uh, so we're after he's like, let's, uh, let's go grab food. And I'm like, okay, we go grab food. And all of a sudden a woman walks up to me and she goes, Hey, Alan, is this your fiance? I haven't met her yet. Oh no. And I'm like, 
What? And he goes, oh, no. He's like, this is uh, this is my friend Monterey. This is my friend Monterey. He called you his friend. Yeah. And I'm <gasps> like, my heart is like. Brrr, brrr. When I'm a like, guy calls you his friend that you're fucking. Guys, if you ever do that, you deserve to die. <laughs> Seriously, even if you're just fucking say, this is Monterey, not my friend. Oh, right. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay. And. I could understand if like, if she was like, Hey, is this your sister? Or Hey, you could be like, this is just my friend. Cause we just reconnected. But she said, is this your fiance? And I'm, and he's like, no, 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 no. And so she walks away and I'm like, and I'm, and I'm trying not to freak the fuck out. I'm like, did she just say fiance? And he's like, um, and I'm like, we've only been not dating for eight months. So how did you meet somebody new and propose to them. And get engaged. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, I met this girl on set. She's a makeup artist, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know you. You're depressed. Like, <laughs> you don't meet people on set. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're like, you're a loser. <laughs> you hate yourself. What are you talking about? And so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, just drop me off. Just drop me off. He calls me and he's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I lied. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, it's my ex. He's lying. So the ex that he broke up with, he was got engaged to. Then I'm with friends one day. And oh, I'm wait, are they still engaged when you fucked oh, them? I'm so confused. Oh, yeah. They were engaged. Yep. But did they ever even break up? That's the whole kicker. So then I'm with a friend one day, a mutual friend, and I'm telling, because, and I didn't know they were friends, whatever, but I find out, whatever. I'm telling the story and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they broke up and then we start hanging out and then, you know, we stopped hanging out, then he got engaged and he goes, they never broke Can up. Can I just say, I was just going to say, I love your optimism because you're like me, an eternal optimist, like a hopeless romantic that you yeah. still in your head somehow were like, but they broke up yeah. for a minute. Instead no. of he's a lying piece of fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, like literally didn't even think like, because I was like, there's no way. Because I went to his house so many times. I'm like, how could you, how could you have me at your house after if you he were told with her? You, after he told you they broke up? Yeah. Oh, for a year. At his house so many times. And I'm like, how, why? Like, why would you go through the extent of, and I'm like, dude, I've met people who've lied, but eventually tell the truth. They're like, hey, I'm sorry. But I'm like that you lied for that fucking long. And because it's like him and I are the type of people, it's like, I'm a comic. Like I talk about anything and everything and everything's an open book. I if, know what you're saying. If you you're the just, kind of girl that's like, if you're honest with me, I can work with a million I can scenarios. Work with anything. Yes. I'm the same way. And so I was like that you lied to me. And then I had to find out publicly by some person being like, is this your fiance? And I'm like, I just ate a sandwich, ma'am. What? A fiance. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I totally get it. He sunburns. And you're going to do that to me with your red fucking hair. So this hair? is why you hate redheads. Yeah. Cause he's red. Oh my God, but wait, the comedian I dated mm. for almost a year who we were technically never boyfriend, girlfriend, but we had parameters, which were, I was like, we were dating. I was like, if you fuck on the road, you fuck a fan, whatever. Right. I can deal. I don't need to know. But yeah. if you start dating someone else, I want to know. Right. And then I found out he had a girlfriend of like seven years the whole time. This is a comedian? Yeah, Who? and he was a redhead. 
Reddish. Reddish. I'm not saying on you. Okay, okay, okay. But it doesn't really matter because yeah. we're all cool now. Yeah, I make it cool. I make up with all of them eventually, but like that's not yeah. Not friends, but like it's my way of I don't want to carry resentment and anger and right. assume all guys are garbage. For sure, because they're not. I know literally most are. brothers. Yeah. Most are. I Unless know you so suck and bad or you're gay. <laughs> But I know so many great dudes and I'm like, do dude, you really? Yeah. Are you sure? I, I actually do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, only cause it's like, I, I feel like I know a lot of men who've been burned by women. I also have brothers and I'm like, I see, I see both sides, but I'm like men in their twenties, they just don't realize that I'm like, you could, you could talk to us. And if you feel like you're with a girl that you can't talk to, then it probably shouldn't be someone. And I'm a type of person. I was like, dude, you can talk to me. Like, Trust me, you I'm can the talk same. To me. I'm the same. I understand anything. And also, maybe it depends on the girl. I mean, I'm a little weird, I admit. Like, I'm a little probably more open-minded than, like, maybe a 25-year-old in Kentucky or something. Yeah. But, like... A lot more open-minded, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, but so are you. Right. But I feel like what I'm trying to say is, like, if you're honest... There's always a woman who can deal with She'll any circumstance. You. Yeah. You know, like if the deal is you're like, listen, I really want a relationship. I want to be in love and I want to treat you like a queen, but I also can't imagine fucking one woman forever. So maybe every once in a while, if I meet a stranger who's down to blow me, which if they're not famous is rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, is it cool? Or if I just go and get a professional prostitute, like yeah. once a year or something. Once it's like, a year? Yeah. Or a threesome with boundaries. Right. Like, but just talk. And it's like, it's because you'd be surprised how many women are like, you know what? I actually enjoy flirting or I actually enjoy like, you know, a man whining and dying. It's like, you'd be surprised if you open up that ball of like honesty. That you might be shocked. Yeah. She might be excited at the concept of going to a bar and helping flirt with a girl and bring her home or another right. dude or you have no idea. Right. Women are freaks too. Yeah. And we're just like, it's like. Tell us the truth. It's like, if you're just like, hey, you know, Patrice O'Neill has a great joke. He's like, I just like to fish. You know what I mean? Like, is it just a fishing thing? Is it just a sex thing? But just let your woman know like, hey, like I'm in love with you. You're special to me. I like dating you. But yes, once in a while, it's just fun for me to like explore and just have fun. It's like, you could talk to people and I'm not saying that. Flirt. Yeah. Flirting is so healthy. Don't ever get mad at your guy if he has a boys' night and he flirts. I'm not saying exchange info and trade right. texts, but or like be like touchy. But you, you know, yeah. you just have like good conversation, and it's he like he knows he still got it. Right, right. When I was married, and I would, I was married for ten years. I'd go out with my girlfriends, and like, I would want to flirt just to feel like I got the experience. Like I still, because a lot of times guys would go, oh, she's the married one and talk to the rest. So when a guy would flirt with me, it would just make, it's an ego stroke. Yeah, you That's just want to, there's, and people just need to know like what flirting is. Like there's flirting where it's like, so you're like, oh, you want to fuck? You're like, no, but like flirting could just be like good conversation. We're having fun. We're just getting yeah. to know each other. It's like, it's not, I, I wouldn't even call that flirting, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like flirting to me means there's like sexual context behind it where you're like, ooh, like, what are you doing later? Like, that's, that's flirting true. to me. But like, just being like, you know, just having conversation, like, you know what? Like, you're a dope girl. Like, yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, to me, that's not flirting. That's being like, hey, you're cool. I'm honoring that. I'm cool. You're honoring that. And like, honestly, the more cool and chill you are, like, my friend, he got married. He's a hot, 
He's a hot actor. He got married. He could have any girl he wants. Seriously. He's been married a couple years. He hasn't cheated. And then his wife brought home a girl one night. And they had a threesome. Hell yeah. He told me it made him love his wife so much more because she was so cool and it was so hot. And after the chick left, he fucked his wife again. And he's like, I'm even more into her now because she's so dope. Right. So it's like if you give your guy some freedom... They'll actually like you more, not less. Right. It's and hard that, to do. Yeah, but. it's hard. And I and I get it because you feel so possessive when you love a person. You're like, no, this is mine. Because I've been like that. I've definitely been the girl. Or scared of losing them. Yeah. Me I've too. I've definitely been jealous before. I've definitely been like, who the fuck is that? What? Is and then I realize I'm like, why'd you follow that bitch? Yeah, why are you liking yeah. her shit? Yeah. And I'm like, there. it just makes everything worse. And it just makes someone not think you're fun or not cool. And then I have to be like, I'm a hypocrite because- there's times where I follow you do it a dude. Too. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know? And I'm it's like, true. why don't we both just be honest about it? Like, yeah, I think this person's hot. They're cool. But like, tell me why you wouldn't want to be in a relationship with them. And then I'm cool. Yeah, totally. That's you know it. what my friend said to me? My best guy friend who's straight. Uh, he said to me, the secret to keeping a man is being his place of peace. Yeah. Not his place of stress. Totally. The more he feels he can just. You're the place he comes to when he just needs to chill. Yeah. The more he loves you. Absolutely. You start nagging him or being jealous or being whatever. And I do it. I fucking We've do all, it. every woman has done it. It's Absolutely. hard not to. Yeah. Yeah. But also don't try to make her like, don't play a game. Like don't try to make someone jealous. Just be fucking real. 2021 is the year of fucking real. We went through yeah. hell last year. This year, fucking be real. Cause life is short. Yeah. And honestly die. just makes it easier. Yes. Makes it so much easier. Like I remember the first time I realized how much honesty is so beneficial. There was a girl in high school. I called a bitch and she confronted me and she came up to me and she's like, did you call me a bitch? And I was just like, yeah, I did. And then she was like, uh, well, uh, well, why'd you call me a bitch? And I'm like, cause I think you're a bitch. And it was like, (laughs) boom, that was the end of it. And then what? And then everybody was just like, oh, and I was just like, yeah. And she was like, she had nothing to say because it's like, yeah, I called you a bitch because I think you're a bitch. It's real, though. It's like uh, Jill Kimmel. Do you know Jill? Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Yeah, she's um, she's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, She's amazing. Hell I yeah. fucking love this bitch. Yes. But she posted something the <clears throat> other day and she was like, she was like, enough with saying excuses for why you don't want to do something. If someone says, do you want to do X, Y, Z, and you don't, just say, no, thanks, I don't want to. Yeah. So the other day, this guy hit me up to do some comedy show that sounded awful. Right. It was like midnight in a mansion. You're not getting paid. But these famous people did it last week. And I wrote back, yeah, no, thanks. I don't feel like working for free. Yeah. Normally... I would have been like, oh, I have blah, blah, blah next week. Thanks for thinking of me. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to tell the truth. And it felt so good. Yeah. And it wasn't mean, but it's like, why would I I work work for for free? free. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Honesty is the best policy. This is the longest episode of Date Fails. Why are you sorry? I was like, I feel bad. I was like, no, don't feel bad. It's great. I mean, that's, that's like organic. Yeah. Um, All right. Well. You, you didn't even get to tell a worst date story because you told a whole bad fucking relationship, which I'm totally cool. Yeah. Do you have a terrible short sex or dating story? Um, I have a short story of one time I went out with a man who kept pretending to be Batman during my date. What? 
He kept telling me that he was like an extra or like a voiceover or some something to do with Batman. And so, and he was like, yeah, he's like, um, I was a stand in for, I don't know if it was Christian Bale or George, whatever Batman he was a Ooh. part of. And I was like, oh, that's cool, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, and then he would just be like, so what do you want to get next? No. And I was like, no, I, 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 I heard you say the Batman thing. You don't got to <laughs> prove it to me. He was doing the voice? Yeah, he was doing the voice. Was and then, he hot? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but not, no. <laughs> Only excuse. a hot guy would think he could even maybe get away with that. Could you imagine a fat, ugly guy being like, no. But then what? he kept moving closer and he'd just be like, so we would be talking about something else. And I'm like, yeah, like I feel like, you know, when I was younger, blah, blah. And he's like, yes. So when I was, and I was like, oh, you don't, okay. Like I got, I got, you do the impression. Like you don't have to, you don't have to keep doing it. Then we got in a fight about politics, as one does. Oh Christ! Don't talk about that on a date. <laughs> yeah, dating you know. rule number one. It was it was me. It was him just being super like offended about something. I'm like, dude, it's a joke. It was like Ugh. a thing like that. And then after, so I was getting an Uber, and then uh, and we're like at, in front of like a wine bar, and uh, there was like a little like alley like right next to it, and so he's like gently pushing me into the alley and like doing the impression he's like so before your uber comes can i get one more kiss and i was like one more you kissed him no well i gave him like i gave him a pack i'm sorry <laughs> there's no by the way there's no gently pushing someone into an alley just don't push people into alleys on he thought he was like do he, he thought he was batman yeah he thought he was like doing a scene and i could tell that i'm like this probably oh my has god the, how this is why you don't date in la yeah oh my god how comfortable he was doing it i was like you this has worked for you before like this is not a man who this hasn't worked with because he was very comfortable to keep doing it so i was like this has been something that has gotten you you know Laid, what you wanted yeah pretending to be batman pretending to be batman consistently throughout the night i would love if he would have been like can i take you to my bat cave show you my i would have cried i would have been like i would have been like yes yeah just i'd rather it. i'd rather get raped again honestly okay well I'd you might have got raped in the bat cave but <laughs> Christian Bale stand him, which probably looks a lot like Christian Bale. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was very dreamy, but I was like, dude, the fact that you believe in your impersonation so much to a stranger is a type of confidence that I'm like, it really could be blessed on a lot of, you know, you know, he probably, he probably rode home on a skateboard or walked. That guy didn't even have money for Uber, yeah. probably. Did he buy you a meal? Uh, we just had wine. Okay, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Once a guy split a Diet Coke with me. Excuse me. Yeah, for real. He said, actually, I'll never actually. forget. I ordered a um, vodka diet, and he ordered a half Diet Coke, half Coke. And then when the check came, he said, can I split the vodka diet with you? I'm short on cash. And he was an actor. So that's what happens when you wow. date actors who aren't famous and yeah i would just be like dude let's go for a hike if you if you, you know what i mean like let's just for go real for a you hike. don't need money you don't need money let's just go for a hike that is the hugest misconception with men i think you don't need money you really don't you need compliments that involves no money learn to you okay you have to if you suck in bed and you have no personality you need money yeah but if you're cool and you give her compliments, you make her feel good and you're and good you in listen, bed. And you listen, have your own shit going on. Actually care. Yeah. We don't care if you're rich. 
I've we dated don't. such broke guys. I had a guy living on my couch practically. He was basically homeless, but he was amazing in bed, and he made me feel great. My boyfriend's broke now. His account is negative 5,000 because he but got he's scammed. so hot. Yeah. Your boyfriend's hot and I cool, know. and I love him, and he's funny, and you're doing great. Yes. I didn't know. She rolled up tonight. She's like, my boyfriend's dropping me off, and I know her boyfriend. Yeah. When I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. God. Hell, yeah. So you're killing it. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, all right. I called you Monterey. It's Monterey? Monterey. I don't so ever sorry. care. Yeah. Well, we met only once yeah, in we person. Were drunk. Yeah. Well, again. Well, at least I was. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we were drunk. <laughs> yeah. But uh, okay, Monterey. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I'm so um, tell them what to do to follow you and find you. And yes, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Monterey M. That's M O N A R E Y. And you can also listen to the Shamic. It's on Apple. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple. Yeah, it's called Apple Podcast now. That's no iTunes anymore. Is that, I didn't know that. Oh, like Apple Music and Apple. Yeah. See, I'm not an iPhoner, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know that either because I kept seeing people be like, Apple. And I was like, just say iTunes. And they're like, there is no more iTunes. I was like, oh, so you got an attitude now. Oh, That's okay. hilarious. So it's on everything, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on, on YouTube, everything. Spotify, Apple. That's great you're on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Spotify, I feel like, is the fastest growing. Hell yeah. Thing. So thank so you, Joe me, Rogan. The Shamic. Yes, thank you, Joe Rogan. The Shamic. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Do you have guests? Uh, I don't yet, but I want to. But oh my god, I want to do it. Can yes. I do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> absolutely. I want to come get like my cards read or yeah. something. Oh my god, I read tarot. Thing. Yes, absolutely. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, all right, guys. Um, this has been date fails. I'm trying to think if I have anything else to promote. I'm on the Donnell Rawlings show again. Ooh, That's a whole thing. But you yes. gotta, you gotta listen to Donnell's show for that. Um, yeah. Listen to Donnell's show for that. And then also, I'll be in Alaska March 5th and 6th uh, playing two different clubs. So check that out if you happen to live in Alaska, which I Hell doubt. Yeah. And other than that, um, I just started an OnlyFans. Woo! Yeah! My OnlyFans has no naked photos, but I'm basically just making my Instagram more comedy and putting, like, my... Stuff that gets flagged or stuff that, like, you know, people shit on. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that because you're funny on an OnlyFans and also behind-the-scenes stuff. So if you want to sign up for that, you can. Oh, yeah. That's it. I love you guys so much. This has been Date Fails. I'm happy. Woo! Woo! Bye. Bye.